This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Devil's Dictionary by Ambrose Bierce, Section 11, Letter M. Mace, noun, a staff of office signifying authority. Its form, that of a heavy club, indicates its original purpose and use in dissuading from dissent. Machination, noun, the method employed by one's opponents in baffling one's open and honorable efforts to do the right thing. So plain the advantages of machination, it constitutes a moral obligation, and honest wolves who think upon it with loathing, fill bond to don the sheep's deceptive clothing. So prosper still the diplomatic art, and Satan bows with hand upon its heart. Tributed to R.S.K. Macrobian, noun. One forgotten of the gods and living to a great age. History is abundantly supplied with examples from Methuselah to Old Parr, but some notable instances of longevity are less well known. A Calabrian peasant named Coloni, born in 1753, lived so long that he had what he considered a glimpse of the dawn of universal peace. Scandinavius relates that he knew an archbishop who was so old that he could remember a time when he did not deserve hanging. In 1566, a linen draper of Bristol, England, declared that he had lived five hundred years, and that in all that time he had never told a lie. There are instances of longevity, macrobiosis, in our own country. Senator Chauncey Depew is old enough to know better. The editor of The American, a newspaper in New York City, has a memory that goes back to the time when he was a rascal, but not to the fact. The President of the United States was born so long ago that many of the friends of his youth have risen to high political and military preferment without the assistance of personal merit. The verses following were written by a Macrobian. When I was young the world was fair and amiable and sunny. A brightness was in all the air, in all the waters honey. The jokes were fine and funny, the statesmen honest in their views and in their lives as well, and when you heard a bit of news, t'was true enough to tell, men were not ranting, shouting, reeking, nor women, generally speaking. The summer then was long indeed, it lasted one whole season. The sparkling winter gave no heed, when ordered by unreason. To bring the early peas on, now where the dickens is the sense in calling that a year, which does no more than just commence before the end is near? When I was young, the year extended from month to month until it ended. I know not why the world has changed to something dark and dreary, and everything is now arranged to make a fellow weary. The weatherman, I fear he has too much to do with it for sure. The air is not the same, it chokes you when it is impure. When pure it makes you lame. With windows closed you are asthmatic open neurologic or sciatic 
while I suppose this new regime of done degeneration seems eviler than it would seem to a better observation, and has for compensation some blessings in a deep disguise, which mortal sight has failed to pierce, although to angels' eyes they're visibly unveiled. If age is such a boon, good land, he's costumed by a master hand. By Venerable Strig. Mad adjective affected with a high degree of intellectual independence not conforming to standards of thought speech and action derived by the conformance from study of themselves at odds with the majority in short unusual it is noteworthy that persons are pronounced mad by officials destitute of evidence that they themselves are sane for illustration this present and illustrious lexographer is no firmer in the faith of his own sanity than is any inmate of any madhouse in the land. Yet for aught he knows to the contrary, instead of the lofty occupation that seems to him to be engaging his powers, he may really be beating his hands against the window-bars of an asylum and declaring himself Noah Webster to the innocent delight of many thoughtless spectators. Magdalen, nouned, an inhabitant of Magdala, popularly a woman found out. This definition of the word has the authority of ignorance, Mary of Magdala being another person than the penitent woman mentioned by St. Luke. It has also the official sanction of the governments of Great Britain and the United States. In England the word is pronounced maudlin, whence maudlin, adjective, unpleasantly sentimental. With their maudlin for Magdalen and their bedlam for Bethlehem, the English may justly boast themselves the greatest of revisers. Magic. Noun. An art of converting superstition into coin. There are other arts serving the same high purpose, but the discreet lexicographer does not name them. Magnet. Noun. Something acted upon by magnetism. Magnetism. Noun. Something acting upon a magnet. The two definitions immediately foregoing are condensed from the works of one thousand eminent scientists, who have illuminated the subject with a great white light to the inexpressible advancement of human knowledge. Magnificent. Adjective. Having a grandeur or splendor superior to that which the spectator is accustomed, as the ears of an ass to a rabbit, or the glory of a glowworm to a maggot. Magnitude. Noun. Size. Magnitude being purely relative, nothing is large and nothing is small. If everything in the universe were increased in bulk one thousand diameters, nothing would be any larger than it was before. But if one thing remained unchanged, all the others would be larger than they had been. To an understanding familiar with the relativity of magnitude and distance, the spaces and masses of the astronomer would be no more impressive than those of the microscopist. For anything we know to the contrary, the visible universe may be a small part of an atom with its component ions floating in the life fluid, luminiferous ether of some animal. Possibly the wee creatures peopling the corpuscles of our blood are overcome with the proper emotion when contemplating the unthinkable distance from one of these to another. Magpie, noun. 
a bird whose thievish disposition suggested to someone that it might be taught to talk. Maiden, noun, a young person of the unfair sex addicted to clueless conduct and views that madden to crime. The genus has a wide geographical distribution, being found wherever sought and deplored whenever found. The maiden is not altogether unpleasing to the eye, nor, without her piano and her views, insupportable to the ear, though in respect to comeliness distinctly inferior to the rainbow, and with regard to the part of her that is audible, beaten out of the field by the canary, which also is more portable. A lovelorn maiden she sat and sang, this quaint sweet song sang she, it's oh for a youth with a football bang, and a muscle fair to see, the captain he of a team to be, on a gridiron he shall shine, a monarch by right divine, and never to roast on it me, by Opaline Jones. Majesty, noun. The state and title of a king, regarded with a just contempt by the most eminent grand masters, grand chancellors, great incajones, and imperial potentates of the ancient and honorable orders of Republican America. Male. Noun. A member of the unconsidered or negligible sex. The male of the human race is commonly known to the female as mere man. The genus has two varieties, good providers and bad providers. Malefactor, noun, the chief factor in the progress of the human race. Malthusian, adjective, pertaining to Malthus and his doctrines. Malthus believed in artificially limiting population, but found that it could not be done by talking. One of the most practical exponents of the Malthusian idea was Herod of Judea, though all the famous soldiers have been of the same way of thinking. Mammalia, noun, plural, a family of vertebrate animals whose females in a state of nature suckle their young, but when civilized and enlightened put them out to nurse or use the bottle. Mammon, noun, the god of the world's leading religion. His chief temple is in the holy city of New York. He swore that all other religions were gammon, and wore out his knees in the worship of mammon. By Jared Oomph. Man. Noun. An animal so lost in rapturous contemplation of what he thinks he is as to overlook what he indubitably ought to be. His chief occupation is extermination of other animals and his own species, which, however, multiplies with such insistent rapidity as to infest the whole habitable earth and Canada. When the world was young and man was new, when everything was pleasant, distinctions nature never drew. Amongst king and priest and peasant were not that way at present, save here in this republic where we have that old regime, for all we are kings, however bare, their backs, however extreme, their hunger, and indeed each has a voice to accept the tyrant of his party's choice. A citizen who would not vote, and therefore was detested, was one day with a terry-coat, with feathers backed and breasted, by patriots invested. It is your duty, 
cried the crowd, your ballot true to cast for the man of your choice. He humbly bowed and explained his wicked past. That's what I verily gladly would have done, dear patriots, but he has never run. By Apperton Duke. Mains. Now. The immortal parts of dead Greeks and Romans. They were in a state of dull discomfort, until the bodies from which they had exhaled were buried and burned, and they seemed not to have been particularly happy afterward. Manichaeism. Noun. The ancient Persian doctrine of an incessant warfare between good and evil. When good gave up the fight, the Persians joined the victorious opposition. Manna. Noun. A food miraculously given to the Israelites in the wilderness. When it was no longer supplied to them, they settled down and tilled the soil, fertilizing it, as a rule, with the bodies of the original occupants. Marriage. Noun. The state or condition of a community consisting of a master, a mistress, and two slaves, making in all two. Martyr. Noun. One who moves along the line of least reluctance to a desired death. Material. Adjective. Having an actual existence as distinguished from an imaginary one. Important. Material things I know or feel or see. All else is immaterial to me. Attributed to Jamarak Holombom. Mausoleum. Noun. The final and funniest folly of the rich. Mayonnaise. Noun. One of the sauces which serve the French in place of a state religion. Me. Pronoun. The objectionable case of I. The personal pronoun in English has three cases. The dominative, the objectionable, and the oppressive. Each is all three. Meander. Noun. To proceed sinuously and aimlessly. The word is the ancient name of a river about 150 miles south of Troy, which turned and twisted in the effort to get out of hearing when the Greeks and Trojans boasted of their prowess. Metal. Noun. A small metal disc given as a reward for virtues, attainments, or services more or less authentic. It is related of Bismarck who had been awarded a medal for gallantry, rescuing a drowning person, that being asked the meaning of the medal, he replied, I save lives sometimes. And sometimes he didn't. Medicine. Noun. A stone flung down the Bowery to kill a dog in Broadway. Meekness. Noun. Uncommon patience in planning a revenge that is worthwhile. M is for Moses, who slew the Egyptian. As sweet as a rose is the meekness of Moses. No monument shows his post-mortem inscription, but M is for Moses, who slew the Egyptian. From the Biographical Alphabet. Mersham. Noun. Literally, sea foam, and by many erroneously supposed to be made of it. A fine white clay, which for convenience in coloring it brown, is made into tobacco pipes, and smoked by the workmen engaged in that industry. The purpose of coloring it has not been disclosed by the manufacturer. 
There was a youth, you've heard before, this woeful tale may be, who bought a Mersham pipe and swore that color it would he. He shut himself from the world away, nor any soul he saw. He smoked by night, he smoked by day, as hard as he could draw. His dog died moaning in the wrath of winds that blew aloof. The winds were in the gravel path, the owl was on the roof. He's gone afar, he'll come no more, the neighbors sadly say, and so they batter in the door to take his goods away. Dead pipe in mouth a youngster lay, nut brown in face and limb. That pipe's a lovely white, they say, but it has colored him. The moral there's small need to sing, tis plain as day to you. Don't play your game on anything that is a gamester too. By Martin Bolstrode Mendacious, adjective, addicted to rhetoric. Merchant, noun, one engaged in a commercial pursuit. A commercial pursuit is one in which the thing pursued is a dollar. Mercy, noun, an attribute beloved of detected offenders. Mesmerism, noun, hypnotism before it wore good clothes kept a carriage, and asked incredulity to dinner. Metropolis, noun, a stronghold of provincialism. Millennium, noun, the period of a thousand years when the lid is to be screwed down with all reformers on the underside. Mind, noun, a mysterious form of matter secreted by the brain. Its chief activity consists in the endeavor to assert its own nature, the futility of the attempt being due to the fact that it has nothing but itself to know itself with. From the Latin mens, a fact unknown to that honest shoe-seller, who, observing that his learned competitor over the way had displayed the motto mens concia recti, emblazoned his own shop front with the words mens, women's, and children's concia recti. Mine, adjective, belonging to me if I can hold or seize it. Minister, noun, an agent of a higher power with a lower responsibility. In diplomacy, an officer sent into a foreign country as the visible embodiment of his sovereign's hostility. His principal qualification is a degree of plausible and veracity next below that of an ambassador. Minor, adjective, less objectionable. Minstrel, adjective, formerly a poet, singer, magician, now a nigger with a color less than skin deep and a humor more than flesh and blood can bear. Miracle, noun, an act or event out of the order of nature and unaccountable as beating a normal hand of four kings and an ace with four aces and a king. Miscreant, noun, a person of the highest degree of unworth. Entomologically, the word means unbeliever, and its present signification may be regarded as theology's noblest contribution to the development of our language. Misdemeanor, noun, an infraction of the law having a less dignity than a felony and constituting no claim to admittance into the best criminal society. 
by misdemeanors he essayed to climb into the aristocracy of crime oh woe was him with manner chill and grand captains of industry refused his hand kings of finance denied him recognition and railway magnates jeered his low condition he robbed a bank to make himself respected they still rebuffed him for he was detected by s v hanniper misericorde now a dagger which in medieval warfare was used by the foot-soldier to remind an unhorsed knight that he was mortal. Misfortune, noun, the kind of fortune that never misses. Miss, noun, a title with which we brand unmarried women to indicate that they are in the market. Miss, Mrs., and Mr. are the three most distinctly disagreeable words in the language in sound and sense two are corruptions of mistress the other of master in the general abolition of social titles in this our country they miraculously escape to plague us if we must have them let us be consistent and give one to the unmarried man i venture to suggest mush abbreviated to m h molecule noun the ultimate indivisible unit of matter it is distinguished from the corpuscle also the ultimate indivisible unit of matter by a closer resemblance to the atom also the ultimate indivisible unit of matter three great scientific theories of the structure of the universe are the molecular the corpuscular and the atomic a fourth affirms with heichel the condensation or precipitation of matter from ether whose existence is proved by the condensation or precipitation the present trend of scientific thought is toward the theory of ions. The ion differs from the molecule, the corpuscle, and the atom in that it is an ion. A fifth theory is held by idiots, but it is doubtful if they know any more about the matter than the others. Monad. Noun. The ultimate indivisible unit of matter. See molecule. According to Leibniz, as nearly as he seems willing to be understood, the monad has body without bulk, and mind without manifestation. Leibniz knows him by the innate power of considering. He has founded upon him a theory of the universe, which the creature bears without resentment, for the monad is a gentleman. Small as he is, the monad contains all the powers and possibilities needful to his evolution into a German philosopher of the first class, altogether a very capable little fellow. He is not to be confounded with the microbe or bacillus. By its inability to discern him, a good microscope shows him to be of an entirely distinct species. Monarch, noun, a person engaged in reigning. Formerly the monarch ruled, as the derivation of the word attests, and as many subjects have had occasion to learn. In Russia and the Orient, the monarch has still a considerable influence in public affairs and in the disposition of the human head. But in Western Europe, political administration is mostly entrusted to his ministers, he being somewhat preoccupied with reflections related to the status of his own head. Monarchical Government Noun government monday noun in christian countries the day after the baseball game money noun a blessing that is of no advantage to us excepting when we part with it an evidence of culture and a passport to polite society supportable property monkey noun 
an arboreal animal which makes itself at home in genealogical trees. Monosyllabic, adjective, composed of words of one syllable. For literary babes who never tire of testifying their delight in the vapid compound by appropriate googling. The words are commonly Saxon, that is to say, words of a barbarous people destitute of ideas and incapable of any but the most elementary sentiments and emotions. The man who writes in Saxon is the man to use an axon. By Judebrus. Monsignor, noun, a high ecclesiastic title, of which the founder of our religion overlooked the advantages. Monument. Noun, a structure intended to commemorate something which either needs no commemoration or cannot be commemorated. The bones of Agamemnon are a show, and ruined is his royal monument. But Agamemnon's fame suffers no diminution. In consequence, the monument custom has its reductions ad absurdum in monuments to the unknown dead, that is to say, monuments to perpetuate the memory of those who have left no memory. Moral. Adjective conforming to a local and mutable standard of right, having the quality of general expediency. It is said there be a range of mountains in the east, on one side of the which certain conducts are immoral, yet on the other side there are holden in good esteem, whereby the mountaineer is much conveyanced, for it is given to him to go down either way and act as it shall suit his mood, without offence. From Gook's Meditations. More, adjective, the comparative degree of too much. Mouse, noun, an animal which strews its path with fainting women. As in Rome, Christians were thrown to the lions. So centuries earlier, in Atambui, the most ancient and famous city of the world, female heretics were thrown to the mice. Tecatzap, the historian, the only autumn wump, whose writings have descended to us, says that these martyrs met their death with little dignity and much exertion. He even attempts to esculpate the mice, such as the malice of bigotry, by declaring that the unfortunate women perished, some from exhaustion, some of broken necks from falling over their own feet, and some from lack of restoratives. The mice, he avers, enjoyed the pleasures of the chase with composure. But if Roman history is nine-tenths lying, we can hardly expect a smaller proportion of that rhetorical figure in the annals of a people capable of so incredible cruelty to lovely woman, for a hard heart has a false tongue. Mousquetaire Noun. A long glove covering a part of the arm, worn in New Jersey. But mousquetaire is a mighty poor way to spell musketeer. Mouth Noun. In man, the gateway to the soul. In woman, the outlet of the heart. Mugwump. Noun. In politics, one afflicted with self-respect and addicted to the vice of independence. A term of contempt. Mulatto. Noun. A child of two races. Ashamed of both. Multitude. Noun. A crowd, the source of political wisdom and virtue. In a republic, the object of the statesman's adoration. In a multitude of counsellors there is wisdom, saith the proverb. If many men of equal individual wisdom are wiser than any one of them, it must be that they acquire the excess of wisdom by the mere act of getting together. 
Whence comes it? Obviously from nowhere, as well say that a range of mountains is higher than the single mountain composing it. A multitude is as wise as its wisest member if it obey him. If not, it is no wiser than its most foolish. Mummy. Noun. An ancient Egyptian formerly in universal use among modern civilized nations as medicine, and now engaged in supplying art with an excellent pigment. He is handy, too, in museums in gratifying the vulgar curiosity that serves to distinguish man from the lower animals. By means of the mummy, mankind, it is said, attest to the gods its respect for the dead. We plunder his tomb, be he sinner or saint, distill him for psychic and grind him for paint. Exhibit for money his poor shrunken frame, and with levity flock to the scent of the shame. O oh, tell me, ye gods, for the use of my rhyme, for respecting the dead, what's the limit of time? By Scopus Brune. Mustang. Noun. An indocile horse of the Western Plains. In English society, the American wife of an English nobleman. Myrmidon. Noun. A follower of Achilles, particularly when he didn't lead. Mythology. Noun. The body of a primitive people's beliefs concerning its origin, early history, heroes, deities, and so forth, as distinguished from the true accounts which it invents later. End of letter M in the Devil's Dictionary. Recorded by Kevin Devine.